Welcome to Torah Takes. Hey everyone, it's Kathy, and I've got a question for you. Are you ready? What are the three most important words? I'll give you a little bit of time to think. Well, not that much time. So I bet some of you were thinking the three most important words are, I love you. And I'd say those are pretty important words. I'd say some of you might even get a little more clever and say, I was wrong. And you would definitely be right in saying those are very important words. Now, if some of you were thinking, what's for dinner? You need to try again. First off, it's really four words, what is for dinner? And second, if these are your three most important words, your priorities are really out of whack, and we probably should talk about that at another time. But for today, I want to talk about what might be the three most important words. And we find them in Genesis 1. In Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said. And God said. Now, if you're like me, you probably never thought twice about these three little words in Genesis chapter 1. We read right past them to see what God actually said. But let me tell you, these three little words are the basis for everything that follows. With these words, everything changed. Now, Nikola Tesla, you know of the Tesla car fame, once said, If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibrations. Sounds or words are simply energy, frequencies, and vibrations. Now, did you know that everything vibrates? You don't see it, but all the molecules that make up a dog or a tree or a person or water or even your words, they're always in constant motions. When you speak, Vibrations go forth from your mouth and impact everything that they come in contact with. Now, this is actually a basic physics concept, and I'm no expert in physics, but let's see if we can think about it in terms of like a wave. Like when you're skipping a rock on the lake, the rock causes a wave or a frequency to emanate from the place where it hits the water, and that wave or frequency impacts everything in its path. So thus, a small duck floating in the water may feel a gentle movement under him as a wave passes by. Literally, the energy from the wave rearranges everything in its path. As the wave hits the duck in the water, the duck, who also is vibrating at a certain frequency, he's impacted and in turn, the duck's waves and frequencies bounce back and spread out, impacting everything they come in contact with. There is always constant interaction of energy and frequencies. There's constant motion and constant change. Now, our words do the same thing. They go forth as waves, frequencies, and vibrations, and they impact everything around us. Did you know that there have been scientific studies that show that speaking kindly to plants actually encourages them to grow? Yep, that's what I said. Speaking kindly to plants encourages them to grow. 
In an article from The Guardian in January 2021, I found this quote from a horticultural researcher. He said, Smithsonian and NASA studies show that mild vibrations increase growth in plants, while harsher, stronger vibrations have a negative effect. The vibrations improve communication, photosynthesis, which improves growth and the ability to fight infection. You could say that the plants are happy. Now, if our words are impacting plants, just imagine what's happening with the people we talk to. Proverbs 15.4 says, gentle words bring life and health. And Proverbs 11.9 says, evil words destroy one's friends. We have always been tra trained to think of these verses in kind of abstract or metaphysical terms. But maybe, wouldn't it be better if we understood the power of our words if we think in terms of basic physics? The Hebrew word for word is debar. Now, interestingly, debar can also mean a deed or an action. In Hebrew, words are not just what someone says, but what someone does. Words do something. They bring into being. They make something happen. They build up and they tear down. Now, is this why our Bibles say that death and life are in the power of the tongue? Just like with plants, our words literally promote life or death. Because of this basic reality of our universe, the Bible admonishes us to choose our words carefully. In fact, Proverbs 17.27 says, intelligent people choose their words carefully. And we all want to be intelligent, right? Did you know that the Hebrew language only has two verb tenses? One is for actions that have been completed, and one is for actions that are ongoing. The word said in and God said is ongoing. It's not something that God did in the past and it's done. His word literally continues to reverberate throughout the universe. Its energies, frequencies, and vibrations are still impacting our world. In fact, some believe that it is his word that literally sustains our world, and without it, everything collapses. Now, the book of Hebrews chapter 1 seems to hint at this very idea of God sustaining the world through his word. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. And God said, such power, such promise, in just three little words. Mm -hmm.